Welcome back, everyone, to Fourth and Long Podcast. It is now episode 29. And yes, even with everything being shut down and with there being almost no hope in sight, we are still bringing you guys some great sports content. We're not scraping the bottom of the barrel yet, but we almost. will get there eventually. <laughs> you almost. can count. I am, uh, of course, your host, Ross Allen. I'm joined by Jalen Johnson, who's finally making his return after like a week off, I think. I mean, we post twice a week, so I missed two shows. Don't make it sound more than it was. Now, <laughs> one guy who's very dedicated to the show, I guess, is Blake Campbell, UFC correspondent Blake Campbell. No longer a draft correspondent Blake Campbell after some unfortunate instances, which we discussed on the last couple shows, but he's still here. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Thanks for telling yeah. us, Blake. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all my fault the coronavirus took over the world. <laughs> Thanks for letting it take over. You should have been more dedicated to <laughs> stop the spread. The so. thing with Blake, though, is that he's like working from home now, so he should be able to like put in more work than anyone. We'll see about that. <laughs> so we're this week, a couple things to look forward to. We got the bringing back the things we like corner because even with all this bad stuff going down, we still have to be positive and look at the bright side of the sports world. Then we're going to recap what we've been going through in free agency so far. A couple of big name signings, signings for the XFL, a lot of trades. Um, there's still some very notable names remaining. And then we're going to run through. We got 10 um, signings or trades. We're going to call it the, the year and a. We're going to run through those and uh, tell you guys what we got. Um, we're going to have our timeout um, section or segment. Most of you may know is from the overreactions. We're rebranding. It's called timeout now. There's some brand new ways that the MLB might be changing up the season. And I'm going to kind of throw a couple ideas out there to see what six. Um, the Olympics has some big news and also big news from UFC and Dana White on the Khabib, Mega Madoff, and Tony Ferguson fight. But as I said, we're going to start things off with our things we like corner. And boys, I'm going to start start off uh, this week. The thing I like from uh, last week. Which week was, do you not start it off? Um, the weeks yeah. I don't, I choose not to start it off. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you almost always start it off. I don't Dude, know if you've oh, ever not started off, but well, like there is a reason started first. I started off. Okay. Okay. I want to hear that anti slander, Ross slander. Okay, fellas. It's not like anti Ross. It's like the an, only anti Bronco fan slander. Oh, okay. like the only slander there is is Ross slander. I feel like if it's not Ross slander, it's not slander, bro. It's just slander. <laughs> yeah, it's just slander. I hate you asshole so much. <laughs> tell us what you like. Okay, I will tell you why I like Blake. Before I was so rudely interrupted by you, dear schmucks. What I do like and why I enjoy very much is wow. on Saturday, I got my workout done in the morning, so I could spend the hours of ten o'clock a.m. to nine o'clock p.m. Just watching 11 straight hours of UFC, courtesy of ESPN. They had stuff like um, they showed the five top five greatest fights of all time. Then they highlighted those again. Um, they replayed them for some reason. I don't know why they did that, but it's still fun to watch. I finally I got rewatched the um, some great fights like Shogun and then Henderson and Shogun Henderson. We had both the uh, um, Connor and Diaz fights. We had the um, then my favorite one was, of course, the Robbie Lawler and Rory McDonald fight, too. I think that was my favorite fight of all time. They had Khabib, or sorry, they had Connor Diaz, too, is a top. But then they had a bunch of ones. Then later in the night, they replayed all of UFC 244, which was that card for the BMF belt. And so I was lazy ass for 11 hours, and I had a great damn time. And thank you, ESPN, for letting me have a time like that. 
It's one of the good things ESPN does. Every once in a while, they get something right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, give them that. ES- I think that was a good move by uh, ESPN and the UFC, getting them a little bit more. You know, just there's an off day. No one's really doing anything. Put on some fights. People like watching other people get punched in the face. I think it's a good move. Um, uh, but I, I, but I think I wouldn't for- give it all the way to uh, ESPN. I think I got to give it to to Papa Dana. I got to give it to Papa Dana. Thank uh, you. <laughs> thank you, Dana. You know, I say a lot of things. Uh, I'm always I'm thankful to Dana White. He is to me the best president in all of sports. When when my family sits around the table for Thanksgiving, it's Corona doesn't destroy the earth. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. Uh, when they go around that table and they ask me what I'm thankful for this year, when they're all saying family and life and health, I'm gonna say Dana White. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I don't blame it because Dana is everything right now. Um, gentlemen, a couple of things that you guys might – big takeaways from things you might have liked from the last week of sports. Yeah. Uh, I was actually listening to a podcast this morning. Um, it's with Will Compton, one of the linebackers that was on the Raiders last year. He has okay. a podcast called Bussin' uh, with the Boys, I believe it's called. He, does it, he hosts it with Taylor Lewan. And he's actually had a couple Raiders on back-to-back. So that was really cool for me to be able to sit down. Alec Ingold, our fullback, was on. He talks about his relationship with Josh Jacobs, the running back, our rookie. They were both rookies, the first rookie running back fullback duo in the NFL. So like that was really cool. Uh, and then the the episode that I, th- I believe dropped either yesterday or, or today, it was Darren Waller, our tight end, that kind of blew up this year, right? Mm-hmm. And... It's been well documented, but this is like really the first time I got to hear his full in-depth, like talking to a friend, a guy on his same level, like will open up about anything, right? He he just totally opened up about all of his struggles. Like the, for him, it was substance abuse, right? Like he just, he was a junkie in his own words. He described himself as being a super junkie. Um, so he would just take anything and everything. And, uh, his story just really resonated within me because I've had some, uh, not completely similar struggles to him obviously like he was way on the deep end uh but i did take some 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 uh i guess uh i had some good takeaways from it basically i it put some things into perspective and just made me kind of cherish the 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 way my life is and the things that i take for granted It's, it's a really good listen if you guys have uh any interest in listening to it it's a good story he uh, overcomes adversity, tons of adversity, and is still overcoming adversity every day. So that was just a good story to kind of get into and and see how he's doing. That's bitching, man. He yeah, busting uh, busting with the boys is the podcast with Will hey, all no is uh, hey busting with the boys. I know you guys aren't listening, but um, in a very one a small point one percent chance you are. Let's do a little crossover episode, man. Hell yeah, yeah. I'd love to sit in their bus. Okay, Wouldn't that That's be dope? So- it's See, <laughs> social distancing will get you a social green screen distancing. bus background and it'll look it'll look the same i see we're being safe right now we're definitely social distancing we're oh. not even in the same rooms we're not in the same room we're not even all in the same state yeah they said six feet apart i'm nine hours apart okay yeah yeah we <laughs> kicked ross out of sacramento after they said that we had a social distance so we kicked. i left sacramento i purposely left sacramento because it's a lot safer up here in the old potato land than is down there in the rice fields of california okay Where do we have rice fields yeah there's dude you hey fun fact we're talking agriculture now 
uh, California exports or most of the rice that Japan uses is export or import in from California. There's a fact. I mean, I knew, I knew that. I meant like Sacramento. Dude, outside of Sacramento, there's all every, all those flooded fields. That's all rice, dog. Oh wow, I did not know those were rice. Well. Listen here, you guys. You listen in for not only sports takes, but you listen in for takes and education on agriculture in California. You're all right. very welcome. You're gonna see us trending as the number one agricultural <laughs> podcast <laughs> in all of America. Hey, no. Now since we mentioned it, we can't put down the tags. So technically, and hey, let's go for it. Jalen, is there something for sports that you liked? You know, I'm gonna kind of piggyback a little bit off of Blake's. I'm gonna go two small ones instead of one big one. Okay. My, my okay. first small one is, uh, you know, I'm kind of happy people are starting to listen and stay inside, you know? <laughs> stay inside. It's giving us a chance to watch, rewatch old sports since all the current sports is off. We have a chance to rewatch all the old sports that happened, great moments in history, all the great moments that we, we love to see in all of sports, mm-hmm. golf, baseball, basketball, uh, soccer, uh, no, nah, maybe not soccer. I saw I saw some bowling out there. Uh, I, what else bowling. I saw some, saw some darts, uh, some other sports mm-hmm. that uh, I'm not 100 sure what you call them. I think I saw cricket at some point. I think I saw cricket. That's uh, gross. I still don't understand the rules yet, but um, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna get them down. I'm gonna get them down really quickly. Um, so that's put that on the back burner. But I'm glad everybody's staying inside and see. All I know is that if people want to see some, um, some more underground sports, at least in ter- in America, I would recommend um, AFL, which is the Australian Football League. It's kind of like a mix between rugby and football. It's a really great sport. But um, with that, that is the Things We Like corner from this week. And we're going to kick it on into our NFL free agency recap, at least what's been going on so far. Um, this free agency period since we were at March 16th. Um, and, of course, this is something, you, it's something brand new coming to our website, which is, of course, thefourthandlong.com. You go check that out. Follow all of our stuff on there. You can see everything for the show. We're starting to now. We have our audio shows, but if you can't listen in, we will have articles highlighting our talking points from each show. And what we've got on there, we got our my top five free agency moves um, of the free agency 2020 so far. Go check that out. There's my There's my plug. But the first thing I want to talk about, great signing, was I believe it was the Broncos taking on, or or maybe not a great signing. I'll let hear what you guys have to think on this. But one of the things that did happen that we have not mentioned was Broncos signing Melvin Gordon to a two-year, $16 million contract. He's living in the Chargers. He's going to Denver. And what do you guys think about this? Is it a good fit? Um. I think um, that it's, it's not much, terrible. It's, you guys gave him a lot of money is the only thing. Uh, $8 million per year, I, be, I believe. Yeah. Uh, 13 and a half guaranteed. That's a lot of money to a running back that's already got some tread on his tires. That's That would be my only complaint. But let's not act like Melvin Gordon isn't a good player. He's a good player when, when he's given the opportunity to perform. So I think that you guys, you guys added a talented playmaker on your team. You're going to have a potent one-two punch with Philip Lindsay. So uh, it just depends. Do you guys do you like the use of cap space? Like, do you want to invest that much into that position? So, uh, but I I like it, man. I mean, you guys have a prototypical running back now that can that can stay in three downs. You have Philip Lindsay, who's like your you know playmaking do it all running back. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so I think that it's a pretty good signing. 
I think so too. I, I like it. I think it went healthy that Philip Lindsay, um, because Philip Lindsay is a great pass catcher, um, but he's a better runner. And Melvin Gordon, I believe he could really make a difference. If they put in that two running back set, yeah, Philip Lindsay in there and Melvin Gordon, that could spell trouble for a lot of defenses. I think that could be. It might I might just be a homer on this one, but I think if it works out the way I think it will, and they're both staying healthy, I think that Philip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon, one two punch could possibly be the um, top three in the league, if not the best one-two punch in the league. I feel like that's a Bronco thing to say of you. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, I know. Absolutely not. It's not a Bronco thing for me to say. It's just a smart absolutely thing to say. Absolutely not. Okay, who's, let's, better? who's better? Let's go on to number two. Okay, who's hold better? on. I can, I can name who's better right now. I believe the Patriots backfield has a better one-two punch. Uh Right off the bat, I think the Falcons will better have a, a better a one-two punch with Ish, Ish and the Todd Gurley. Um, I don't know if I like Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. I, had to be honest, I was, I was yeah. That take on the next point. Todd Gurley was signed um, by the Falcons the day after his cut um, for to a one-year contract, six million. So it's a safe contract. And I was just wondering, who is going to have the better season next year? Is it going to be Gurley or is it going to be Gordon? I think Gurley's going to have the better season. Have you seen that that Falcons lineup right now? Yeah, I have you seen that that starting lineup of uh not starting lineup but overall, but mm-hmm. they are now officially, I believe, have eleven first round picks on their team right now. Mm-hmm. Uh and they're they're look like the names that they have right now, especially since they, they acquired Hayden Hurst, which I think was a very under the radar uh pickup mm-hmm. uh from trade. I think that was a great pickup for them. Uh, and now they have Todd Gurley, and I think that line is going to be pretty solid. They still have Julio, Matt, Matty Ice, if he decides to be Matty Ice this year. Uh, that'll be dangerous. I think that division is dangerous overall. A run game, pass game, all of that is pretty stacked. The NFC South division. is looking really good right now, actually. I think the NFC is looking very scary. The AFC is looking very not scary. Unless you're the Chiefs. Unless you're the Chiefs or, like, <laughs> Baltimore. But, like, for the most part, I feel like in the NFC, you don't know who's going to come out on top. Every single season, you don't know who's going to come out on top. Someone starts off strong, and you don't know if they're going to end strong. AFC is like, they go 8-0, you're like, okay, they're making it. <laughs> that, that's the team. Team two, And then you lose yeah. in your first playoff game. Pretty much. At uh, Ravens. AFC is predictable until you get to playoffs. NFC is unpredictable all the way through. That's very fair. There's a lot of um, parity in that conference, I do believe. Yeah. A, a signing that we also saw was Eric Ebron. He takes his talents to Pittsburgh. He signs a two-year, $12 million contract with the Steelers. And I'm guessing now he would rather play for – I don't know if you guys saw that little social media post that Ben Roethlisberger had over the weekend. But they have the mountain man. They have the caveman, Ben Roethlisberger. And Eric Ebron would rather pay, play for him than he would – Philip Rivers, thoughts? Yes. Would you? Philip Rivers had a terrible. Philip Rivers last year went twenty three and twenty. I, I don't want him throwing to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass. Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, he didn't have the best season, but he was also injured, mm-hmm. so uh, I wouldn't give him too much, you know, negativity in his direction. Um, also, if you look at there. Uh, their other passing options are Juju Smith-Schuster and uh, Washington. Uh, so he's a pretty big target in the middle of the field. So I think he'll probably get passed to a lot more uh, in Pittsburgh than he would if he mm-hmm. was still in Indianapolis with Phillip Rivers, who's also 
does like his tight end targets, mm-hmm. but Philip Rivers is known to when he goes away from his tight ends, he goes away from his tight ends. Like it's not like a one two play thing. It's like his next twenty pass attempts. So it was either Antonio Gates was catching every single reception and every single touchdown, or he got nothing the whole game. Pretty Which, much. I can't feel bad for him because hey, if you look at a guy like Antonio Gates, he should have had a Super Bowl. The Chargers, that one team that had the number one overall offense, number one overall defense, but the thirty second overall special teams, and that was that's a fun story to talk about. Maybe we'll have a show on that one because if we get to We're the whole script, of the, talk about. we get to the whole <laughs> script of the bottom of the barrel thing, depending on how long this sports. Well, it's not lockout; it's the whole postponement and cancellation goes. We're going to go insane is essentially what I'm saying. Matter of fact, I'm calling it now. We are going to have an episode full of the craziest stats and stories in all the sports or just the sports we care about. At you said write point, that down? Write that down? Okay. Write that down. Write that, I'm write writing that it down, down, Doc. Write it down. That's, that's okay, for the that, fans. That's for the people. That's for the fans. <laughs> that's for the people. Um, he, did, he did it for The Rock. He did it for the people. Um, yep. It's on the list right here. Let's go. <laughs> also, <laughs> right, especially that. in times like these, fan suggestions. If you guys got anything, if you want to talk about anything specific, you know, send them all in. You can DM us, you can tweet us, you can add us, you can add, reply to us on Twitter, Instagram. You can even choose the email. If you could, hey, once again, let me play that website. If you go to the website, there's a contact us page on there, and you can put your name, your phone number, and a or or sorry, not phone number, but email and message, and you could directly contact me. So, hey, whatever you guys want to. I am or, the one, that, one of us two. We are the cooler two. Actually, yeah. I am the only one with the email address that is sent to. So uh, I also have the email address. Ah, shit. Okay. Ross, Ross gives me stuff and forgets he gives me stuff. <laughs> I also have access to Ross's Instagram, which we Not anymore. We just I now the took password. away from. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, another thing, Emmanuel Sanders. I think this was a great move by the Saints. Um, the Saints bringing Emmanuel Sanders on a two-year, $60 million contract. And I think Emmanuel Sanders is still one of the better wide receiver talents um, in, in the league. We remember if G- Jimmy Garoppolo did not underthrow Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl in that fourth quarter, the Niners probably would have been world champions. Or lost by three. Or <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> one of the two. But I want to look at the Saints roster right now. Just to name a few on the lineup. Uh, besides the, the guys that Drew Brees has to play with on offense, he now has Michael Thomas. Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, Jared Cook, and Emmanuel Sanders. And if they don't, if it's so offensively, they should be fine. If they can actually screw up that defense, we say this every year, but they could be real contenders, especially in that division. Yeah, I really like the addition of Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, that offense, there's just no weak link. You know, who are you going to? Are you going to double somebody? If you're going to double somebody, someone else is going to eat. They they even gotta... the offensive line is good, too, especially with Ryan uh, Ramzink, um right there, right tackle, all pro, amazing. Yep. So that's good um, offense, man. And, and you're saying their defense is a liability. I actually think it's less of a liability than it's ever been with Drew Brees at the helm. Yes. Well, so. it could be less, but I feel like it, their downfall always comes to the defense. If we're talking in the playoffs, we had them giving it to the Vikings – Twice now, the mini uh, was it the Minneapolis miracle? That was defense's fault. The overtime touchdown to Cal Rudolph, defense's fault. I don't know, man. Yeah, I just don't. I don't see them as a complete liability, though. I okay. actually, I for sure think the Saints are a Super Bowl contender next year. They have to for be for sure. 
Uh, Drew Brees deserves another one. Uh, I, I I think so. I feel um, like I feel like a top team is not gonna just a little bit off top, but I think a top team is not gonna win. It's gonna be the playoff. I feel like now that you added an extra team, an extra mm-hmm. game, second seed no longer getting that bye week. Mm-hmm. I feel like um you. I feel like the that's not going into effect are, next year though. Just to FYI. The, the, I thought the playoffs were expanded, but the, the playoffs, uh, expanding, playoffs but are expanded, 17 but the 17 games, games aren't effective until. Yeah, that's later. correct. Until the playoffs 20, this year. 21, so playoffs are extended this year? Playoffs, yeah, playoffs are, are extended. extended this year. The NFL regular season is not. Yet. That one's still. And technically, not very the clear. NFL um, regular season has not been expanded to 17 games until the owners vote on it. And that, and we're all just assuming that's going to happen because, of course, it is. it's going to make them more money. So it has to happen. Another yes, um, so. big, another big deal. We had Darius Slay being traded to the Eagles from Detroit. Detroit in return gets a 2020 third round and a fifth rounder, and Slay gets to go to the Eagles. So he gets to escape the hellhole of Detroit. Um, we can do a show on this. More show ideas, boys. We gotta write this down, okay? Um, why Darius Slay is leaving? Arguably the worst franchise in all of professional sports, at least in, in America. Sports. Or are you saying just because they ditched Baltimore? Oh, no. Uh, because of uh, Andrew Luck. I'll, I'll never forgive them for that. <laughs> but uh, Darius Lake gets out. And uh, another thing now, he's going for number three to number 24 in honor of Kobe Bryant. Did they put a two-fo? I like it. Um, one thing I was a little confused about, but I, I guess it kind of makes sense. We had Brian Hoyer. He's now going to be making his third stint with the Patriots after signing a deal with them over the weekend. As of right now, the Patriots said they are done signing QBs, but I'm not sure about that one because let's take a little <laughs> gander at that depth chart. All right. Okay. We got Brian Hoyer, which is the GOAT. Eh. We have a 2019 fourth-round pick in Jarrett Sidham, who has not played in the NFL game, at least regular season, of course. But then we also have the other GOAT, five-year vet Cody Kessler. So. Hey, you're laughing, Ross, but tell me the last time the Patriots had a losing record. Tell me which year. I know. That's the problem. I know it looks awful on paper, but somehow Bill Belichick and the Patriots are going to go matter. to a Super Bowl with Brian Hoyer. It's going to happen. Brian Hoyer will get them 11 wins if he starts. That's, yeah. But but tell so me, they're in the AFC East, also, dude. Based off of that argument, tell me one year other than the one year with Matt Castle, the last time they made Patriots, I mean, made uh, the playoffs without Tom Brady. Um, I mean, they had him without, what, four to six games the year Jimmy Garoppolo and Brissett stepped in? I meant for a full season. They're well, that's just, that's just not, not even gonna, a. It's not. I mean, that what you'd have to go back to the guy right before him, which was uh, Drew shoot, Drew Bledsoe. So, I mean, that's just like a rhetorical question in my mind. It doesn't it matter. It, like, ask me the last time, or I'm not. Let me ask you a question. Now, let me retort. When is the last mm-hmm. time that Bill Belichick has had a winning season or a losing season as the head coach of the New England Patriots? Couldn't tell you, man. That's so. <laughs> that's the thing. I. Everyone's writing them off, but I am not ready to write them off until I'm not writing them off. They, uh, at least no, I know, I not no, not you, not us, because we are logical people and we are people that actually think about the things Jets, before we speak. Dolphins, most Bills, time. ass, ass, ass. Dolphins are making the playoffs. Jets are, Bills are. Um, three teams for the AFC East are making the playoffs. But 
Tua for MVP. Anybody else? No, yeah. um, well, it's because Tua isn't going to start, but his Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to throw for like 4,000 yards a game or whatever. Fitzmagic is back in town. Fitzmagic is He's always in town. He's, what about Josh Fitzpatrick Rosen? Um, Josh, Josh Rosen is always going to be on the. <laughs> Hey, he's he's chilling. He's making hey, Jaylen, money. Hey, uh, Jalen, thanks to the Cardinals for absolutely ruining any hopes that Josh Allen had of having a successful career. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. Thank you, Josh Rosen. Josh Allen is the best quarterback in his draft class. Josh, what? You heard me. In the draft class with Lamar Jackson in it, <laughs> you're going to say he's the you best quarterback? You're, you're lying. No. To Hell no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to be like, is literally flying out the window right now. Your credibility went down the the shitter. Wait, wait, what credibility did I have in the first place? You didn't. You're a Broncos fan. Trying to build it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) No, I was just trying to. uh, That was my East Bay impersonation. I always had those people. It's my Skip Bayless impersonation. How about that? Yeah. Uh, How about some lighter (laughs) things? Let's let's go away from that. We have a couple XFL standouts. Making NFL rosters um, in the quarterback position, we have PJ Walker, so, who is supposed to be the MVP from last season. MVP PJ Walker, yeah, of course, he signs a deal with the Panthers, and this is going to reunite him with his former head coach from Temple, Matt Rule, who is the new Panthers head coach, and we also had Jordan Tiamu signing with the Kansas City hey, Chiefs. Hey, Ron. Yes. I know I was I wasn't here last week, so I didn't get a chance to say this. But you remember how when we were talking about XFL, and I said uh, all teams in Texas are trash, and you said I don't know the Houston Texans aren't that bad. I like them. Uh, you remember, you remember that? <laughs> I like the Texans. I I well, we called last week. Um, what's now our most viewed video on YouTube from me and Blake? Almost two hundred views. Shout out. Um, they're good team. But when it comes to their head coach and their general manager, he needs to be fired. He, Bill O'Brien needs to be fired from Houston. He should have been swept away in that Hurricane Harvey they had a few years ago. Well, and I'm that would make everyone be- survived. Uh, and thank you, J.J. Watt, for the effort JJ, you made. Like $30 million. J.J. Watt's a beast for that. I'm pretty yeah, sure but- like he originally was trying to raise like hundred k, and he ended up raising like $30 million. Yeah, but why did you have to spare Bill O'Brien? Thank you very much. But I really hope I'm, – I'm so glad this is a thing that from the XFL that's supposed to happen. It's supposed to be these guys having standout careers. Well, I put career in quotes because there's five games, but standout careers in the XFL and then getting either a second chance or a brand-new chance and making an NFL roster. And both these guys are probably going to be second stringers as well. P.J. Walker is probably only going to be behind Dave Bridgewater, especially since Kyle Allen was straight from the Panthers to the Redskins uh, for a 2020 fifth-round pick. And so this is a great situation for PJ. I think he's going to fit that Panthers style offense well. He's he's good mold. Um, he could fall out to Tate Bridgewater, who's a great quarterback. And I think this is going to be great. He, then you're going to Jordan Tiamu, who's going to be learning behind the almighty Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if he can learn anything because I think Patrick Mahomes. No, no, is no, 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 no. Let's let's reword that. He's going to be learning behind the almighty Andy Reid. Yeah, let's let's straighten that one out. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> learned how to read a defense from Andy Reed. I mean, he was given the God-given talent to distribute the ball, but Andy Reed can coach a, a player up. 
So I'm excited to see Jordan Tayamu get that chance in the NFL with a really solid coach that just is known for being a quarterback guru, like an actual quarterback guru. So he made either. Alex Smith throw the deep ball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that is very true. That is <laughs> like, but, think uh, of what he's going to do with Tayamu, dude. That's going to be super solid. Either. Tayamu is going to become a great quarterback. No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so. Yeah, it could have been a better. I mean, because it's like this Patrick Mahomes is still young, and I think it's been a while since he's had two quarterbacks who are very, very, very young. Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes still has a long career ahead of him, Jordan Tiamo still has a long career ahead of him, so we don't know if he's going to be able to provide the amount because Patrick Mahomes still has a lot to learn. So mm-hmm. we don't know if he's going to be able to provide the amount of tension directly, personally, to Tayamu that he can Patrick Mahomes. Because Patrick Mahomes, he has to be personal, like, based off of his play style. And they, Patrick Mahomes and Tayamu do not have the exact same play style. I mean, I guess no. there's points. P.J. Walker take... was closer to Patrick Mahomes, yes. especially from that sidearm pass. That was wicked. But I just think it might it might be a bad situation other than the fact that he's going to have to learn more based off of, A, uh, Mahomes is doing this, but I throw more like this, so I'm going to have to adjust it like this. So it's more going to be him adjusting it to personalize it in his own right than it will being directly getting personal full-time information and all-season from Andy Reid. That's fair. No, you guys make a great point that Andy Reid is going to be a lifesaver for Jordan Tiamo. It, 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 it could only be a positive it's hard to have a more positive situation in terms of coaching, in terms of coaching for the quarterback position. Uh, one final big signing that happened today was Robbie Anderson I'm signs sure. a two-year deal with the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers might be building something. And Robbie Anderson is now the fourth former Temple player that has signed with the Panthers. Matt Rule is rebuilding uh, his college, and the Panthers are rebuilding and I think not necessarily rebuilding, but more reloading, because the Panthers kind of have talent now, and they might might be a team to watch out for. I don't know about that, but yeah. I do think that uh, Rule is trying to build his – he's trying to change the culture there. You know, he's getting mm-hmm. rid of Cam. He brought in a new quarterback. He's bringing in his guys now. He's bringing in P.J. Walker, who knows his system. It'll probably help with Teddy Bridgewater. There's going to be no off-season program starting up until who knows when. I don't even know if it's been announced yet for OTAs. No, so that's going to be interesting. Um, the learning curve will be sharp. So he's just really bringing in guys with familiarity with his system, and I think it's a good call. Robbie Anderson, yeah. I didn't like. I didn't like how much he was asking. I actually was interested in him coming to the Raiders, but I heard the numbers that he was asking for around like twelve million a year. That's just insane to me. I don't think he's. Kiss my ass. I don't think he is <laughs> anywhere worth that type of money. No yeah, that no. is a lot of money for sure. We still have a few notable names remaining as of right now, guys. I. Um, Arguably the top free agent right now is Jadavion Clowney. Um, he's a really, really good pass rusher when he's healthy. But that's a problem. He does have injury problems. Um, another guy, Jason Peters, tackle, who was on the Eagles. Um, I don't think he's returned to the Eagles, but he's a great talent. And he's probably going to be picked up soon because he is solid on the offensive line. And there's it's hard, offensive linemen like him are hard to come by. Another, and then another guy who's, I guess, a bigger name, but maybe not when it comes to talent, but just in notoriety is Jameis Winston. And I'm not sure if he's going to be signing. Well, it's because – and then another name to add to the list because Cam Newton was just cut today. I'd rather Cam Newton than Jameis Winston. So just 
One of my, uh, one of my good friends uh, believes that Cam Newton will be the new quarterback for the Patriots. I could see Newton a few places. I could see him with New England. I could see him with San Diego. Or, sorry, man, I have to put one of the swear jars. Los Angeles with the Chargers. Jeez. I think um, the only way that he would go to the Patriots would be if he was going to be humble and take a really team-friendly deal. Uh, I just, I don't know. It depends on what uh, Cam is looking for at this point in his career. Like, is he trying to get another payday, or is he trying to really go and put himself in the best position to have another run of a championship? That that is the question. I, you you're right. I think that. he is the better quarterback between him and Jameis. I think he's by far the better quarterback. I don't know. Jameis got that LASIK man. <laughs> got that LASIK. We don't know. You know, it, it, you know what's what's odd to me. Well, actually, no. I was gonna say he should have got it sooner, but I don't. I think there's literally medical reasons why you can't get it until a certain point in your life. So, I was gonna say that's just bad decision making on him if he waited that long. But I digress. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be his first bad decision if we want to talk about crab legs now. Oh my! Or some touching Uber Uber drivers. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that, especially not now, since we're not touching people. Hey, six think, feet hey, apart, social six distancing. Six feet apart, and thank God James did that because now we have six feet apart. He also did that before the whole Me Too thing. Otherwise, he would be out of the link. Yeah, that, he made a great time to start doing. I feel like he's a time traveler. He knew when it was. He knew time. to he knew to touch an Uber driver before he got Me Too. James Winston is a time traveler. He's okay. <laughs> He, he's trying to revolutionize the world of sports. He threw that 30 for 30 season just because he knew no one else in history would ever do it. So he did it first. <laughs> oh, boy. Way to make some light out of it. One thing I want to roll into now is uh, what we're going to call yay or nay. I'm going to run through 10 signings or trades, and you fellas are going to tell me. You're just going to give me a simple yay or nay. Um, with this, uh, we're going to have, let's see, heads or tails, Blake. You can uh, you first, then Jalen every time. So Blake, then Jalen. Blake and Jalen. All right, how's that sound? Yep. I mean, do, are we talking about the the Cardinals trade at all? Um. Well, no, because there's no doubt about that one. It was an awful trade, and there's no way you could justify but it. I still want to. I still want. I still want to be able to say yeah or nay. We we could talk about that in the in the next session. Okay, Jalen, how's that make you feel? I guess. All right, yeah or nay, fellas. Tom Brady to the Bucks. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> no, I guess Jalen's going first. I guess, yeah, I guess he is. <laughs> yay! Ahead, I'm gonna go yay too. Bill Burvis to the Colts. I feel like we should just say it at the same time. Like okay, should... say it at the same time. Bill Burvis to the Colts. Nay. Oh, no. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater to the Panthers. Yay. yay! Austin Hooper to the Browns for record money for a tight end. Mm. Is there like a middle? Yeah. Mm. Nope. Yay or nay? <laughs> Yay or nay? There's only two things. Mm. Well, I like Austin Hooper to the Browns, but for record money, it's yeah, my it's opinion. yeah, it's nothing against Hooper. It's That's nothing. the thing. I I, I, there's I no middle ground. It's a or nay. It's a nay. Nay. Dang. Because it's like well, for me, to the, yeah. I, I kind of want to explain. It's like you got OBJ, you got Jarvis Landry, you got all these dudes already, and it's a nay. It's you a great signing. But a the first round pick on Njoku not too long ago. Exactly. This isn't like in I, just to use a Cardinals reference. This isn't a Kyler Murray to Josh Rosen type switch. It's not switching no. systems to a new quarterback that could run that system. You literally switch tight ends who play kind of similar, mm-hmm. and I would say almost 
the same skill level at this he point. He so much you for you, Joku. <laughs> but, man, Brown's making some weird decisions this offseason. Next, we got Byron Jones to the Dolphins for record money for a cornerback. Hmm, again, that was a... It's the record money part, you know? I don't think these I mean, guys are exactly. record money. But That's the thing, though. I need your name from this. Dang. I'll get, you know what? I'll throw the, the Dolphins a bone and say yay. Give me the yay. All right. And we're going to do this from the perspective of the Bills. Stephon Diggs to the Bills for four draft picks that include a first-rounder. Yay or nay for the Bills? For the Bills? Yay. For the Bills. What about for the Vikings? Nay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I'd switch it. That's what I was thinking. I'd say yay for the Vikings, nay for the Bills. Oh, my bad. Yay I for, flipped that. Yay for the Vikings because Adam Thielen is the number one the receiver anyway. The no, nest. I, I meant, yeah, the, the Vikings did good. I, I totally nope. read the return. Oh, Jalen, we know what you meant. Um, You're wrong. It's okay. <laughs> we can just admit. Here we go. Jordan Phillips to the Cardinals. Yay or nay? Yay. Who? Don't say who. I'll Don't take do that. that. I'll take that. <laughs> All right, Blake, how about this? Corey Littleton to the Raiders. Yay! <laughs> Vic Beasley to the Titans. That's a yay. Yeah, yay. Especially if they end up getting um, uh, they're right now connected to getting uh, Jadavion Clowney. So mm-hmm. uh, if they get him and have Vic wow, Beasley out there, that'd be gross. That'd Blake, be yay or nay? Pretty scary. Uh, I'll give it a yay just based on uh, if he can return to that form. I believe it was what 2016 when he had all those crazy sacks. That was when they went to the Super Bowl and lost. Yeah, so if he can return to form, if he can get back to being a pass rusher, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. See how I threw I gave a Cardinals one, I gave a Raiders one. Now, Darrell Casey to the Broncos for a seventh rounder. That's a fat ass yay. Hey. Thank you. Um Yeah, I guess. He's a good player. All right, there we go. Uh, <laughs> and also you can read a little more in depth about him over on our website in the article that I just wrote for you today. Top five uh, signings or deals made uh, so far in 2020 NFL free agency period. Go check that out. Um, you don't have to. No, you should, though. Jalen, <laughs> what the hell are you doing, man? Obviously. Me, me and Blake didn't do it, so. <laughs> well, well, you guys can do it so to you. But <laughs> there's the year nay. Um, it was kind of a mess, but you can go listen through if you want to get exactly again real quick because I have no idea if I went to go recap it. I already forgot. But <laughs> now it's time for some rebranding, fellas. We This is a segment that we've done a lot on our shows. We've called it the overreaction segment. We've never really had a good name. But I don't know if this is a good name. I don't know what you think. I think it's a great one. I'm going to call it timeout because I'm going to say some things, and you might have to go timeout on that one, Chief, because – that's a little much. This is so pretty much. I'm, I got five statements this week, and then you're going to tell me if I need to take a timeout on this one, or if we're just going to let play keep going and it's an overreaction. Okay, Number okay. one, if I hear anything stupid, I'm, I'm gonna call a timeout before you even finish the line. That's, that's what I need from you. That's why I right. need from you, Jalen. All right, first one. With Brady gone, it is time for the Patriots to completely rebuild. Timeout. Timeout. No, you can't. You you have no time at all on the clock <laughs> to to be able to to rebuild with Belichick as you that's the thing is you're gonna rebuild and the Belichick's gonna be like eh, I'm done and then you have to rebuild yeah. again. Belichick's so, <laughs> it's always really low when he's, yeah, he's, he's always stocked. I don't think there's ever been a really big rebuild with the Patriots. 
Well, it's because the, it the has team is set other than the quarterback. So if you yeah. fix quarterback and the system stays the same, you should be fine. Don't, don't go ways, all willy-nilly. Tom Brady is a system quarterback, so Brian Hoare should be able to take him to the Super Bowl. Yeah, don't be the Texans, Patriots. Ooh, what, speaking of the don't Texans, statement thing. number two, Jalen. The DeAndre Hopkins trade decreases his fantasy draft stock. What do you think, Blake? <laughs> I think that's another timeout. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean the only thing that kind of, I guess, you know what? I could say maybe this isn't a timeout just because the familiarity with the offense, the familiarity with the quarterback is going to be lacking and the familiarity or not the familiarity, but just the overall decreasing of time that he's going to get to spend in an off season program. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure he's going to take care of that outside of the, uh, of the building, you know, like him and Kyler are going to meet up. Obvious. I'm sure they already, they they probably already have, you know, through FaceTime Uh, social distancing, but, but let's, (laughs) let's be real here. He had Deandre Hopkins had um, Deshaun Watson for two years now, three years, two, Mm -hmm. at least right. Two is. Yeah. So that it's going to, it's going to take a little bit of a hit. I think, just a little. Top five receiver. I mean, you might crucify me for this, but Deshaun Watson is a better quarterback than Kyler Murray, and so of course that's going to have an impact on them. Now like let me ask. Let me ask you a question, though. Jalen. Mm-hmm. I want to see yeah. your opinion on this because I want to know: Would you rather have Ceedee Lamb, who I know was your number one receiver in the draft, mm-hmm. or would you rather have DeAndre Hopkins? Right now, I'd go. I'd go with D Hop because I, gotcha. right now that's an I think commodity. I think Ceedee Lamb is has the same kind of characteristics as D hop. So why get CD lamb, which if we were to still draft CD, I wouldn't, I would be kind of mad because it was kind of a waste ridiculous to take at the same time, but I would still, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. I'd get Madden ASAP on pre-order. Yeah, if, if we didn't <laughs> need offensive line help still, I would say go CD all the way. Cause See, it, they were set. <laughs> See, with that being said, I could give away uh, part of one of my one of my five um, signings on, on the on the article that went up today. We were talking about DeAndre Hopkins. That was a huge one. And I said now um, that since they, they were looking at wide receiver, but since they got DeAndre Hopkins now, I suggest that if available, they go after Tristan Wirfs and take him to really well, solidify the offensive right now, line. Now, what I'm hearing from a lot of my Cardinals fan friends and other like Cardinals fan fan pages and stuff that pay attention to that stuff in depth mm-hmm. is right now the Cardinals are looking to tr- trade back, uh, get back a second-round pick to refill their draft board back up uh, to have opportunity to get other players and go for best linemen available at that point. Mm-hmm. Tristan Wirfs, man. I, I like him. But well, uh, most likely also- at that point, either mm-hmm. Tristan Wirfs or Wills from Alabama will yes. one of them is most likely going to be there. I don't think I, I don't see the Cardinals trading back farther than thirteen. Uh, no. So th- there is not. I don't see them like trading like back into like the late eight, uh, late teens to twenties to where they're missing out completely. Yeah. But yeah, just somewhere in the in the top. And 15, if they want to draft a wide receiver, they could dra- trade back to the thirty second spot and still get one of the better wide receivers in the draft. Yeah, it's a really that's, that's how low it is. And we did um, just lose two receivers. But just to finish off on DeAndre Hopkins, things of why I don't think he's going to go down is you have to look at it as the Cardinals really don't have a set number one receiver. They do have Larry. Uh, they do have Christian Kirk. And uh, like the rookies that we had from last year is an Andy Isabella, Keyshawn Johnson, and um, Hakeem Butler. But as of right now, he's going to be the number one receiver on the team. Kyler, I think, is more accurate than Deshaun Watson because if you look at a lot of DeAndre Hopkins' catches and highlights last year, it was he just made. 
yeah, he just made like amazing dives, 360, caught it on his fingertips, overthrows way away. I think Kyler is a very accurate quarterback, but I think he is trying to, he still needs to work on his decision making. So okay. I think if he works on his decision making, I think he is more accurate than Sean Watson, which allows DeAndre Hopkins to not always have to go out there and make the spectacular catch. Yep, that's um, that's a good point. Uh, third statement, Brian Hoyer is going to be the starting quarterback for the Patriots. We're all good. <laughs> Next. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what I was saying. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a softball on that one, uh, considering what I said in the first two statements. Next, we're not going to see professional sports start back up again until after summer. Time out. Well, and that's just out of hope. Yeah, that's just out of hope. <laughs> Honestly, well, if people stay inside and practice just social distancing, yeah. well, have sports back. Everyone complaining about hashtag social distancing. Okay, honestly, I've left my apartment building twice in a week. I haven't left my house in two weeks, bro. Oh, <laughs> stay <What>? inside. Oh, that's <laughs> so bad. Out there, you know those games we used to play as a kid. Outside is lava. Stay the hell inside. <laughs> stay inside because all we know is that the longer we stay inside, the sooner we're going to get sports. Last statement of this week. We are, <laughs> we are still going to get the Khabib, Nurmega Madoff, and Tony Ferguson fight on April the 18th. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, there is our timeout segment. I'm glad we're able to... Get through the first couple statements with a little controversy. Next few ones were fairly um, simpler. Simpler. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Stay inside, everyone, please. I want sports. Sophisticated. So now let's switch it up. We're going to talk some MLB, everyone. And we have to yeah. get creative. We have to get creative on this okay. one because. So we're going to spend 20 right now, minutes talking bad about the Houston Astros is what we're going to do for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whoever gets the listens. But uh, the problem right now with MLB is that likely is not going to be back but until June is a hopeful – that's that's what Optimus is saying. Maybe July, maybe August. But no matter what, they're not going to be able to get be able to fit all 162 games in this year. They might be able to fit 100. That's what we're hoping for right now. Maybe even 60, which would be even worse. Uh, it's because baseball is a sport where the weather has to be good. Like they stop it during rain. It's, it's not like that's why it's not as good of a sport as other ones. But it, it's still a good sport in my opinion. Um, so it's not you can't really play into the November and December months. You can't really just push the season back. So you're going to have to start cutting games. But what rumor some things going on, and one thing that I might be a good decision. Maybe not in terms of the traditionalist baseball fans. Probably not something that even the players would be a fan of. But what if? Hear me out. We, Like I said, we got creative. I'm not saying this is anything amazing. not saying this is anything realistic. I'm saying it's creative. Okay? Just preferencing that. Okay. What if we do a NCAA-like tournament for this baseball season? So, how that work? is we do a 30-team single elimination tournament. Uh, of course, we still play series because it's baseball. Everything's series. It's not just single games. So we will be using the seating. It, it, that's determined from last year's standings 
And we're going to have the Nats and the Astros since they were number one, number two team, respectively, because they made the World Series. They will have first. Yes, uh, I'm just skipping over that fact because we all know they cheated. Uh, I'm just skipping over the fact for now, just for logic's sake. They get first round buys, given that they were the number one and number two teams. Then each team plays a nine game series. Um, most time in the longer series or seven games. That's what we do for the championship series and the world series. But I'm saying nine game series. And also, if you look uh, earlier in the 20th century, the world series actually used to be a nine game series. And then I'm shorting down to seven. So this has been done before. It has been done in a long ass time, but it has been done before. Yeah, and so we play. The only downside I would say to that is one team is going to end up getting nine games. Not one team, but a couple of teams are only going to get nine games. And then you got to be See, sad. The thing, though, is, is it's not a perfect solution, but that, that might be. And we'll be lucky to get a full season. I feel um, like you could do that with more of the, like, let's say NBA, because most of them, they were, there's still, I feel like in the NBA and hockey, you could do that just based off the fact that you take all the teams that were still eligible to make it who had a logical uh, percentage to make it still, throw them all into a tournament. NBA, throw them into a tournament and make them play for it. That's but, fair. Like, I feel it's like it, you yeah. can't just start a season off like, hey, you don't win nine games, you're out. Like, hey, who knows? We're in weird times. Weird times might call for weird measures. But um, if we do this nine-game series, I would use a 2-3-2-2 two, two, two series. So the lower team ends up getting four home games, and the higher seed get, ends up getting five home games. So, and then we do this nine games all the way through until we get to the World Series in quotes. And then we play that championship game. And if we want to be fun, we, just for, for uh, uh, shits and giggles, we make that one a 11 game series. <laughs> just because. Just because. <laughs> just because. I know, not a great idea, but if we're talking creativity, yeah, that's very bad. Cool. You know, I like one of the ideas that we got from one of our. Um... One of the people off of Twitter today uh, from Justin, J-H-B-B-N-2-3, he recommended that we just have double headers every day. (laughs) (laughs) We'll fit every game in if we just have double headers every day. The players are going to hate it. They're they're probably going to have to carry like 30 pitchers per team. But we're going to have that. The MLB is going to have to have the expanded rosters for the whole season. Expanded rosters the entire season. No minor league season. Have all the minor leaguers on the team ready to go. They're going to be playing doubleheaders too. Matter of fact, have them play at a stadium close by. Have the minor league team play the first game and the major league team play the second game. You have both teams running it all season. Then you're technically not running doubleheaders. You're just running two different teams. Jeez. And have every single pitcher in the league right now get Tommy John surgery so they're all ready to fight. <laughs> Every, everyone's getting Tommy John right now, but it's like, no, Syndergaard was the most recent one to go down. But, hey, as whatever happens right now, they're likely going to be ready by by opening day. Exactly. If you want to go do it, go do it. Go tear ACL or something. Go see just to see how it feels. So you know, You'll be fine. You'll, You'll be, be fine, fine by the beginning of the season. <laughs> but there's great. If, um, if, if you guys have any other guys have any ideas of what we can do, shoot them in. We'll talk about them if they're crazy enough. Or even if they're not crazy enough, we'll still talk about them because that's what that's what's going to happen. Uh, another thing I want to talk about is, is something that was talked about a couple that's, days ago and now officially, <laughs> officially today. 
the Olympic, the Air National Olympic Committee has officially postponed the 2020 Olympic Games. The games have been said not to return. They, um, they said it will return not later than summer of 2021. This um, Games are supposed to start here on July 24th, 2020. This announcement has come after multiple teams from the U.S. and other countries around the world have spoken out against having the Olympics and have even threatened to boycott the Olympics if they were still going to go as planned. My and plan is what they should have done is just follow the six feet distance rule, make everyone run with masks on and hazmat suits, you know, um, and just have that going, you know. You just you can't. We can't let this stop. This you got to run in hazmat suits, man. With no, the with off. the spikes on. Excuses, man. Excuses. But this Excuses. Uh, does come. This is expected. And honestly, I thought it was a really late reaction by the Olympic Committee. Not am I saying that the Olympic Committee is the, a good one? I think the three worst sports governing bodies in the world, in order, is the uh, Olympic Committee, um, FIFA. And the NCAA. Speaking of the NCAA, because they just canceled the, they tried to shut down the Go or the GoFundMe page from Trevor Lawrence, trying to help out victims of COVID nineteen. You bastards! Fuck you, NCAA. Okay. (laughs) Damn it, Jalen. We gotta be sponsor friendly. Okay. I'm sorry, but that that was a dick move. (laughs) A big time dick move. See. If we're going to be a little more positive about this, so one thing I want to end the show on is positivity. We started the show being positive, and we're going to end the show positive, damn it, okay? Because we have to, because that's all one we One more have negative left. thing before we go positive. Yes. Um, I, well, actually, it's slightly positive on one side, negative okay. on another. Okay. I don't like, and I do like, how players have been more active in making this recovery and process easier than the leagues themselves. A lot of the leagues themselves have been more putting on the players and individual teams to make sure the like people are still getting paid, people still have jobs, uh, towns and like specific cities have the uh, stuff that they need. But I haven't seen like the Roger Goodell come out and say, "I'm donating a million dollars." Roger Goodell's a piece of crap so, to help with it. Or just anybody in general. It's other yeah, than like Dana. I think Dana White uh, donated, but Dana for the most did. part, that was donating a lot most, of money during the Australian yeah. wildfires as well. Thank you, Dana. Dana, always a goat. Every time we always come back to Dana being the best president. He is. Dana for president, twenty twenty. I'll I'll do that. Yeah, I guess I don't really like anybody else. So, <laughs> like, like, can we really get much worse? <laughs> Honestly, at this point, oh. <laughs> Dana, please. For president, every single four years, we should have just had the top celebrities of the, that year oh. run for president. At this point, if that's what we're doing, let's I put don't him in like, a cage fight. Let's put him in a cage fight. Try not to make this political. I don't All like right. anybody. <laughs> no, but um, let's end this off. Thank you for being a little negative. Before we get to the positive, Jalen, because. The Khabib Nurmega Madoff Tony Ferguson fight, which is still slated on UFC 249, say for April 18th, is still on because the new fight location is 99.9% confirmed. And this is straight from the words of the straight from the mouth of Dana White. And he also said that we are still going to be having a full card. Uh, We are unsure if that means full main card only or full early prelims, prelims, and main card. But it, at least we're getting the main card, and we are getting this Khabib-Tony fight, which needs to happen. 
What's crazy is, and thank you, Andrew, for sharing this with me, um, interacting with us. Andrew, you're the GOAT. Appreciate you. Best fan on Twitter by far. He um, asked for my thoughts on the UFC promo that they released today um, for this yeah, fight. for our thoughts. Our, our thoughts. Oh, yeah, our Twitter account. Okay. <laughs> but I did not think it was possible for me to be even more excited and for me to anticipate this fight even more. But UFC has done the possible, and they have made me even more excited for this fight. And if it doesn't happen right now, I think we're going to see mass suicide. Mass suicide. Because there's going to be a lot of disappointed people. I think they should let Khabib just talk a lot more in promos. Because, <laughs> like, Khabib has a very, like, monotone voice. And this entire time, he was talking about having to destroy people in, like, the most calm tone I've it's ever scary. heard. It's <laughs> He's like, I'm going to smash. I'm just, I'm going to smash him, and so he, I'm going to beat him. <laughs> like, Khabib is super cold and calculated. They have a guy like Ferguson who's just a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys seen those Sean O'Malley, uh, Honey Ferguson workout? Videos? I know Blake has. I know Blake. <laughs> Blake sees everything Shuka Sean does. I have his post notification. Well, I follow though. him on Instagram and Twitter, so of course I Same. do. You probably <laughs> also follow him around in real life, you stalker. I don't live in Arizona. If you look, if you look <laughs> close enough to all of Sean O'Malley's videos, you can see Blake in the bushes in the background. <laughs> see, I wish, bro. We'd be keeping it lit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, streams, bro. Get on the stream with them. Shout us out. <laughs> hey, just who knows? Spam who knows? One day, maybe. Hey, just spam his, his uh, stream chat with uh, with like fourth and long. <laughs> Get on his Twitch. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey, all I'm saying is we might throw it out. But with that being said, thank you everyone for joining us Hold this up week. The podcast, Ross, you thank you. Well, well, it's because it's been two weeks. Forgive me. It's been one week. <laughs> Fine, it's been two shows. Give me it. Give me the quote. Give me the quote. Okay. You know, we're going with a short and sweet one that you can apply to anything in your life right now. We're going with a quote by Jimmy Valvano. Uh, Don't give up. Don't ever give up. You know, that one. that one's a short one. But that, that one had a big impact on a lot of got current Jimmy athletes. V, man. Like, Jimmy V. Got a go. little Jimmy. But that one, that one, you can apply to any part of your life right there. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. You can use that on every daily basis. Don't give up on going uh, on not going outside so we can get rid That's of this. That's what I was going to say. Don't, Don't ever give, give up. up on being bored. It's okay being bored because if we're bored, that means we're doing something right. We got to stop the curve. Honestly. Don't go learn, outside. Devin. Do something inside. You can honestly master something. Learn a new language. Listen uh, to every single one of the fourth and long podcasts write a on book. Spotify. Yeah, exactly. Listen to us talk and ramble so you don't have to listen to the Follow Twitter constantly. Read through the articles we have on the website. There's so many things you can do There's courtesy so of fourth and long. You're welcome. Honestly. Yo, when we can get outside again, we can go outside and all have a good time. Everyone could throw big parties after all oh, this. Oh, barbecue gone. as soon as everything's oh, going Oh, yeah, over. when this is over, I'm throwing a barbecue. Facts. Oh, yeah. But uh, stay inside so we can have that moment. We don't want to go outside. And it's like, yay. And the next thing you know, half of America dies because this thing <laughs> mutated because everyone didn't decide to stay the hell inside, yo. Yep. Just stay this inside. Thing. If Thank not you, for Jalen. us, then for your grandparents. Stay but inside. Of course, that's Jalen Johnson. We have Blake Campbell on the other end. Thank you guys for joining us this week. Thank you to the viewers. I hope all of you guys continue to stay safe, uh, stay safe, and continue to stay the hell indoors just so we can have sports back sooner rather than later because heaven knows 
I need it. I can only watch so much of ESPN the Ocho. Okay. I can only watch so That's many crap. plays. I can only watch so many highlights. I need sports back in my life. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great rest of your day. And check us out on Twitter and go to the website, theportfulwant.com. Appreciate it.